a lovely little surprise this morning. Um, we don't have a lot of guests because of how we were able to structure our church. We have a lot of gifted people here, and so many times um, we have a good pool of people to pick from when we have conversations or, or sermons, and, um, and today is going to be a little bit different. Um, I am still planning to wrap up the, uh, the series and talk about prayer, but before we do that, uh, for about 15 minutes or so, we have a special surprise guest with us. Um, she's um, most the thing that most people know about her on just the surface level is that she's just um, former Miss Ukraine. And yeah, and her and her mom is here. And Marina's translating. You better say everything good, Marina, to her mom. <laughs> uh, so I'd like to uh, just uh, take a few minutes. And if there are any questions uh, in about 15 minutes, we may give uh, room for maybe like two or three questions. So if there are, just like um, towards the end of the talk, just come up over here. Um, we're not going to wait for people, um, but in about 10 minutes or so, if you do have a question, we'll take maybe two or, two or three questions. So uh, without much more interruptions, um, I'd love to invite uh, Alika Roman to come join me for a conversation. Thank you. So good to be here, like at home. I feel like at home because, oh, it, it was amazing, amazing time of worship and just, just focusing on Jesus. And I, I'm enjoying it so, so much, so wow. much. Thank you for those kind words. Uh, that's what we do here. We worship everything that we have. Most of us, there are a few here who are so, so, God's working on them. You know who you are. Can I get a shout out? No? Okay. <laughs> um, just playing. Um, so like I said, the most people would know um, they could just as just a former uh, Miss Ukraine. And so what I wanted to do is, you know, since all the things that are happening in Ukraine and um, we've already went there twice, I'm not going to give an update on our, pre our, on our previous trip where we had eight of us go, including two pregnant women, so that's 10. Um, but we, we, are, we are working on the video, and we'll, and we'll have a little something for, for you guys and for our city uh, soon, maybe in the next week or so, maybe in two weeks. But today what I wanted to do is just kind of ask a few questions since, you know, she, she's very familiar with, with what's going on in Ukraine. She's um, um, working a lot um, and been working before the war to help people in Ukraine. And so it touched my heart when we had lunch and just having her share, having you share just the things that you were doing and how the war um, shifted a lot of things, even in your life. And um, there are some uncertainties in your life, but that you continue to do what you know to do, even if you're not sure about certain things moving forward. And so what I wanted to do this morning is introduce you guys to uh, Lika and also just um, ask a few, maybe I have like five questions uh, that I just want to kind of ask her and just um, help us to move beyond the former Miss America um, image of, a per, of, of her um, or any other image that we have of people, right? It's like we know something about a person and that's all we know. And so I hope that um, with this brief interview, we'll, um, we'll be able to um, get into a little bit of her life and you guys can ask some questions and she's going to stay around a little bit after service so feel free to introduce you yourself and to you know give her a hug 
Jacobs and uh, ask her additional questions if you have them. You guys ready? Are you ready? Thank you. All right. Um, so I just want to with is um, it basically I have the first question is how did God save you? But I want to pre ask a pre question before that. Share us just some highlights about your life, the things that makes you smile. Smile, the things that you're like, that you remember, and you're like, oh, those are some good days. I know I put her on the spot. It's like, yeah, yeah. Um, um, some highlights. I, I think a lot of highlights uh, we remember in some random um, circumstances when we are sharing stories, and then, oh, I, I had this, I had this too. So, yeah. But uh, I, I really, I really, so grateful to God when I, I saw uh, kids today uh, worshiping and I, I was like oh, my heart just melting because uh, like I can relate so much because uh, uh, God saved me when I was only eight years old and it was like just missionaries came to our uh, city and they were just preaching gospel and it was so and not only preaching gospel that but they were living gospel they were living in the small like um um i don't know how like small houses on um but so they were moving from city to city like trailers and they were living uh, that life that they were preaching and just so simple. And when I was eight years old, I just, I remember that moment when I came to the tent and I didn't know where my mom is. I was in a uh, Sunday school, but I didn't know like what they're talking about. Like some Abraham, some Jacob, some guys that I never heard about that, them. And all kids were so smart. Like they were answering all the questions. And I was like, had no clue like what, what they're talking about. So I was like, completely bored there so i i i just uh, sneaked to to the like tent like where it was music and something was going on there and i remember that moment when pastor i don't know even who did that but uh, uh like just he he asked if you want to invite jesus to live into your heart just come in front and just say to that to him that words and I remember like that moment when I knew for sure I had so much confidence in my heart that I want him to be in, in my heart to live in my heart and because my grandma she was orthodox Christian but somehow told me about that he's son of God that Jesus is son of God so it was that moment and uh, I remember after that like with my mom we like was like just maybe we so we we together in maybe difference like in two services maybe but um i remember it was so so cold our apartment it was new part of the city and it was like almost no heating and it was like freezing cold so we were under the blanket like three blankets or four and reading bible and it, it was just like we fall in love uh, and with bible with jesus and just just reading and reading and i was falling asleep by reading bible and books and so i completely completely went into the like uh like the heart of jesus and then when i was um 13 14 years old i was sitting in a uh in the church sunday service and i remember that moment when i 
understood that I used to Christianity, that Christianity became for me just a coming to church because here's all my friends and I lost something really, something that is core, that is the main reason why. And I was like, there, there is something, there, is, there, there needs to be something more than only coming into the church. I was like looking the windows and I, I understood like it's so millions of people, a lot of people there outside of the church. What about them? What about my life? What I was born for? So I believe that God just started like just knock, knocking on my heart and just, um, so I started asking, I started coming to my room, like little, little room and pray and just spending time with Jesus asking questions and I didn't have answer like completely no answer and completely didn't feel anything and one time I I just I was um, worshiping and some music was playing and some song I didn't analyze what I was think, uh, singing and I felt real presence of somebody in my room and I opened my eyes. I thought maybe mom, she came and I didn't hear. And then I, I noticed nobody's in the room. And, but the presence was still there. And I asked who, like inside of me, like with my heart, with just my thoughts, I asked who is here? And I, I received that answer like immediately, it's me, Holy Spirit. I was like, and, and he said, I, you invited me. I was like, how I invited you. So it was like completely like out of my box. I have out of what I was expecting. And I I noticed that it it was and he said it's the words, remember the song. And I, I just remembered the song. And it's like, come, Holy Spirit, come, the words was and uh come and fill this place. And I was like, Holy Spirit, you're so real. You're so real person. Why I wasn't ignoring you? Why I didn't know you? And then I remembered how on that birthday, when I was, I had birthday, all my friends, they were praying. We had tradition just to pray and to wish something, but to pray more. And one of the uh, guys, he, he prayed and he asked, like, I ask Jesus, I ask that she will meet Holy Spirit as a person. And I was like, I'm almost like just offended, like, I met, I'm spirit filled, I'm like that and that, but I, I understood that I didn't know him personally. And from that moment, my prayers, everything changed because I was acknowledging his presence, his person everywhere I was. And sometimes even I, I, I thought it's completely uh, like I'm in, in some different situations where a lot of uh, confusion, but as soon as I acknowledged, Holy Spirit, how you see that situation, what do you see? Like, I had a lot of highlights, so I can I can speak a lot. So I better stop. But it's it's amazing, and it's it it is how everything started for me. So you see why I invited her to share, and um, and I just asked her what makes her smile, and I. Uh, it's amazing because it's, it is centered around God. I'm waiting for like an, you know, an if ice cream flavor or, but those are pageant and Miss Ukraine questions. 
I also noticed that my message preaching time is withering away, and I like that. I like that God is doing something right here. All right, um, second question. And thank you for that. I think that's, that's profound. That's really profound, your story. And um, what were you doing before the war started? So, um, amazingly, uh, God led me. I, I believe it was him who brought me to the beauty contest because I never planned to be there, never did modeling career. I was so, so far from that point and uh, wanted better to go to Africa to like as a, as a missionary because we were... Uh, born again through the missionaries like so it, it's just like so familiar to me and so precious to me uh, but God has different fields of missionary like how, for the missionaries different fields and um, so uh, through the beauty contest God gave me through the winning beauty contest national beauty contest in Ukraine it was completely un unprecedented because the girl from the small city believer wins that national beauty contest that a lot of, of the times it's really corrupt. It's, it's, it, so it was miracle. And even uh, secular media, they acknowledged that it, it was miracle. And so I knew. <laughs> what? What's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I knew that it, it was not just for the victory of beauty con of winning beauty contest, and um, God started opening a lot of doors to speak uh, in the different platforms like secular media, uh, different talk shows, different schools, and so I I, I started being involved in different um, conferences and then young youth conferences and we were organizing also um, like Holy Spirit nights like for 10,000 young people and they were experiencing, experiencing uh, power of God and just uh, it was like just uh, bringing to the next generation because I was in the same auditorium where um, maybe you know Martin Smith, Delirious. We 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 had that song Majesty, and we were singing in the at the same auditorium. Uh, uh, he was leading like uh, 15 years before, and then we were organizing the same event. And I saw how many teenagers there just weeping, just experiencing God God God's presence, and. It was like just releasing into the next generation what I received back like uh, like 15 years when I was a teenager. So it was it was something really special. And so I, it was more what I did before the war. I was involved in ministry a lot. And uh, I said like a few months ago, I said like my last thing, what I would ever do is fundraise money. I, like I said that, like my my all like all all the people there right now, smiling, who know what I am doing right now, and and a lot of people are doing a lot of people who have heart for Ukraine are she's, doing that. Yeah. So in our language, basically, what she's saying is that um, I'll never do that. Final last words. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so today, uh, uh, like. 
it's my heart is completely how I can help Ukraine, what I can do. Even um, I am in the, we are with my mom when the war started, uh, we crossed the border, we were in the west of Ukraine. And why we were in the, on the west of Ukraine is just because the night before war started, we felt in our heart that we need to leave Kyiv, the capital of Ukraine. And we didn't know like if something would happen because a lot of months before it was like a lot of media and everything was talking about war for for some time already. But we felt that it's like and it was last last chance to leave Kyiv actually, but we didn't know. But and a lot of believers around us, they said like it's unspiritual to leave Kyiv because why you need the word from God to, to do that. And we felt we need the word God to stay. So we like it's so like I understood it's so so important to be led by God, not incorporate uh corporate uh, faith but in our like personal relationships with god especially right now because somebody needs to be there maybe to stay there and somebody needs to leave in our part of the city it was closest part where bucha irpin was all that cities that were were occupied and ruined and girls raped and kids killed and everything so it was so bad and it's like next step they would they would do the russian soldiers would do it's our like where our apartment is so it was it was leading of god i believe so we were on the west of ukraine and then uh, already when the war started the day the war started we crossed to slovakia and then my friends they called me hey lika how are you if you need place to stay in from europe just come to us uh, and just uh, maybe you can stay there in Germany or somewhere else. And we are going to the Poli Polish border, to the Poland, and to help refugees there and to preach the gospel. And I was like, can I join you too? And, and so I didn't know like what we are doing. It's so important. Just it's not going like go with the flow. It's just go with the flow of Holy Spirit. And when you know that, that you're in perfect will of God, God, even in that circumstances, like when everything is unstable, you don't know even if you will have place to come back ever in your city. Uh, so it's, it's really amazing when um, this foundation, our foundation is unshakable. And right now what I see it it is like just it's amazing how I we came here. My mom she got visa too, and it was miracle tourist visa when it's war, and we knew that we need to be here, and so we came. Um, my friend Lily from Miami she lives there, so she invited us to come to rest. And then one person, one pastor whom I met in Poland, pastor from Texas. He, he called me and he asked me, hey, I just woke up and God spoke to me. And I, I was like, I need, like, I want to ask you, do you want just to rest in the United States? Or do you have something, do you feel that 
God is leading you to be the voice for Ukraine there and just to to talk to people and to meet some people if they will be open. I was like, yeah, my heart is completely uh, like I really I believe that I am for some reason here. Even I was um, so many times in the United States. It's like second home for me. But this time is completely different. I know that there is a specific reason why I'm here. And I can't even, can't even say like what was happening last few days. I'm not allowed, but it was amazing. It was amazing what is happening. And I'm just absorbing and, and praying if it's God and I need to to be in some places where I'm invited. But it's it's really uh, it's really amazing when God is leading and opening doors. It's completely unexpected, completely expected things happening. And I believe we like everybody each of us, we are such a great and important Sarabotnik, just co-labors, co-labors with God on this earth. Like so, so important. Like, and it's not ma no matter what we're doing. I was before the beauty contest. I was cutting hair. I was here working in a beauty salon. And talking to people and loving on people just with with what I was doing, and it was the same as I was after beauty contest, speaking in the big platforms. It was completely the same. It was just the role and a little bit bigger audience, but it was my heart the same, spirit of God the same, just a little differently. God was moving. But it's the same. So it's so important to not measure what we are doing by our own understanding, but with his. Wow. So you went, I want to just uh, have you share a little bit of what you were doing in Poland. Like, what did you see in the refugee homes, uh, in the refugee places? Because uh, you, you came in there and then you just um, got connected with, uh, with helping Poland receive all these refugees. So what, what was that situation like, especially because you were there kind of in the beginning, in the first hours of the um, of the flood of people evacuating from Ukraine? What was that like? Oh, it was like um, uh, thousands and thousands of people were coming and like uh, uh, women and children, like with little kids, like uh, three generations of people, like with older uh, babushka, older uh, grandmother and mother and daughter and kids. So it's it, it was like few generations of people completely lost, completely confused where they're going, what they're doing, completely exhausted. And they were just laying on the mattresses, trying to sleep like thousands of people. It was like just huge, huge, huge auditorium, like sport room uh, and... Um, so it was, and I was just coming to them and asking, do you know where you're, like, what you're doing next, where you're going? Maybe I can help you somehow. And they were like, maybe we will go to, I don't know, maybe Finland or Norway or Spain. Like, completely do not know anybody there. This is this is not like going, uh, where are you going to go? Maybe Weaverville or Fairview. This is more like we're going to um, Antarctica. 
yeah yeah it, it, yeah 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 it was completely like because bus like just some random people were coming and just saying bus to berlin and they were like oh let's go to berlin and it was like do you know somebody in berlin no like do you know where you will live there uh, like no like nothing completely nothing so so i was just uh uh connecting them because i was traveling a lot and i was uh, connecting them with some believers or pastors there because so they will be not human trafficked or something like that so they will have some contacts also i gave my contact and i was praying with them like some people they were receiving jesus and they're so so open they're just weeping receiving jesus they're all believers already because they know that without god can they will not survive or their husbands <clears throat> and uh so we were praying and with one family i prayed for for them and then uh they went on the bus on fin to finland and next day they're calling me and and weeping like that lady weeping and she she said you're uh uh thank you like just I, like I don't know anybody I don't have any contact and I just want to say thank you uh, for your prayer I was like what what happened and she said we had like bad car is in uh, accident it was like uh, 50 people in a on a bus and it did like it crashed like a lot it was completely destroyed and they said we like the places we were sitting with the kids it was like so damaged that it was not any chance to to stay alive there and but kids are completely okay mom uh, is almost okay like she had some scratches in some, some something in her spine but so and we are alive because of that prayer that we prayed yesterday because i was just protection i was i don't know i didn't know what why i was speaking like protection i speak protection over this family so uh they saw reality of god and love of god on them and um so i helped i connected it was some they stopped on some in some hospital in lithuania didn't know anybody just uh, so i connected with some believers i never been in lithuania but through some Estonian people, and then I called to some other, and they found uh, in Lithuania, in that small city, in the hospital, they're coming and visiting people. So they visited them and they helped them. So it's it's amazing, the family of God around the world. And also all my friends with whom we were like in church, uh, like uh, right now more than two, two months ago, and uh, drinking coffee after the church, having sushi and fellowship right now they're wearing um bulletproof vest and going uh, to the most dangerous places to evacuate people to bring humanitarian aid and i'm um, helping them to coordinate the work there and uh, funds for that so it's amazing um to see that unity of the churches and, and nobody asks uh like what church you are from they just came together and just helping and everybody is helping each other with no denomination um, names no church names no organizations names it's amazing how in 
one day everything can be changed in term of uh, unity and just because it's completely different level of relationships already. So I believe that, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just, um, yeah. So I, I believe apologize. it's something. Yeah, <laughs> no, this is really, really good. It's really amazing what is happening. And uh, I believe it's uh, purification of uh, hearts right now and unveiling it's two words that I received um, uh, for the on the new years and we were just uh, I oh, the word yeah. so she was sharing over lunch that God that she first I don't know when, when did you start getting the word for the year just recently or yeah so every year what we do our word for this year is fortify fortify I didn't get a chance to share with you but we've been um, God has been assigning words for our church from the beginning of our church. Every year, there's a word that God gives us. 2020 was the word risk. Uh, yeah, this year is fortify, to strengthen, which is kind of interesting, right? So she also had um, a word for this year right before New Year's. What was your word? My, was, uh, my word was um, действие, action. 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 To act. it, it was like for, for me, but then I received like, but for globally, like for you and for other people in your church, in your city, maybe in the country, this will be a year of purification with the fire of God and unveiling, unveiling. And it is what is happening in Ukraine right now. So, like, I can't... I would not imagine before how hard it is to forgive when you're coming, uh, going through some betrayals. And it's like everything becomes so obvious, so obvious. All the relationships going through the tests, all the uh, beliefs, what, what I believed, why I believed that, where I was going, why I was going there, with whom I was going there. Uh, so a lot of things they're going through the fire and not all the things are still there after the fire and it's good it's good that god is just opening things and because he wants to purify my heart i was just after war started it was like more and more different situations came together people's uh, like people who were sending some strange messages like some philosophical messages like why the war happened like nato and everything all the strange things and it was like really like we are going through the so it's incredible hard and like People are so it was like a lot of different un, unfair things happening. And it's invasion in your life. It's not only country, it's your life, it's my friends' lives. It's it's everything. It's changed it changed everything for for a lot of people and for me too. But in that point, just God just I just came to, to Jesus and I said, I can't, I am over, overwhelmed and I can't handle it anymore so please come and just take that pain please and it it was like just so he did it so gentle but it was so real 
that I, I don't know how unbelievers, they can go through this. But um, so it's purifying, it's testing hearts, it's testing everything and just unveiling what is inside. If I have trust on the Lord, if I have that oil of anointing to go through, through the circumstances, if I'm uh, ready to leave my real estate and everything that I was, uh, um, like that I had where I lived like everything so it's it's really shake but it's in a good way shaking even in that bad situation and yeah so I believe even through that things God will God will do a lot of like really incredible things and like that I I, I saw that vision of the grape that is visually um, uh, pressed and pressed, squeezed yes squeezed and then new wine came and it was what is happening with our hearts right now wow i got two more questions i told her she asked how long we're going to talk i said 15 ish minutes everybody within our church they know what ish means don't laugh that's a fine um <laughs> Two more questions. One is, um, in your opinion, what do you think the most urgent and emergent needs that people can come alongside and help with? Um, so um, it's uh, the most urgent need is uh, food and medical supplies for in the parts of the uh, in the on, like near the fights near the battles and it's like near it's Kharkiv, Chernigiv, Melitopol, like even Melitopol we are able to do like some guys who lived in its occupied city but there and it's like there there is shortage of uh, everything every like even diapers uh, like baby uh, food yeah and everything like just basic things so we're helping them also to bring it if they undershelling they're doing that undershelling so um also some of the people near their uh, cities near the key of the cities that were completely destroyed and they're coming back especially older people and they they don't know where to live like so uh, some like some situations it's just better to bring them that little uh like wagon or some i don't know it's just uh it's it's like little house you know like here is tiny houses it's like the same and it's like only two thousand dollars cost so because they are just uh somebody just uh, kicking out them out from the places they were staying during when the city were was occupied and right now they're on like basically just do not have where to live so it's temporary but it's good even for 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 the winter time so uh some people they need just little things to repair roof a little bit or something like that and the whole family can live there even it's not really right now time to to rebuild things but at least they can have a place where to stay not in the big auditoriums on the mattresses you know without shower so it's um but um uh, but food medical supplies and also 
sometimes people are willing to help uh, people on a field, on the battlefield, with tourniquets to save lives. Like one tourniquet can it's cost like around thirty dollars. Uh, professional tourniquet, it's stop bleeding thing, and it can save life to one person. So it's uh, that things too. Um, so yeah, um, also I'm connected with uh, medical people who are in the military and they're in front lines. Sometimes they're taking their, they, they're sending there and uh, they need ambulance, like four-wheeler amb ambulance. And we talked like how it can be like possible if maybe to do something from the regular van for wheeler van so it's um a lot of things they're needed there but and it's every day because of it's it's just a war so every day some city is bombed and people are trying to like come out from that city and we're taking as many people as we can for example uh first days of war like i was just i had calls from my friends from ukraine and they said lika we are like we we need to save people because we don't know like city by city become occupied and we don't know what will happen like like in Bucha in European and on the east and we need to to bring people out from that places it was like Schindler's list if you saw that movie you know how many people how much how many people we can take so um, uh, was like buses. It was like just so like needed thing, and I I just called to my friends um, here in Nashville, uh, Marina Oleg, maybe some of you know them, and I I ask, hey, we need buses, like just just because we need to save people and don't like my friends they they are willing to go under the shelling but they they don't have any buses they are going with their cars and it's just bringing four people or five maximum so uh and within one day they uh they they told me they called me and they Lika, we will have like three buses and we will come from and we'll bring from Germany. So it was like that. Just people, just families, churches helping so much that sometimes even governments are not so fast to, to react. But we are fast to react because uh, we, we see the need that is urgent right now and we are answering that. And it's uh, the beauty of of community it's real beauty of community this past and hard really um i like my like i was barely keeping my tears to see like how people are how many people just um came together to help not only with the words but with real sacrifices and willing even to come to ukraine and they didn't know what what can happen, and just to to help, to to hug, to pray, and to yeah, to help a lot. So it's it's amazing, and it's real body of Christ. It's real. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is neat because um, Marina and Oleg, uh, you know, we've known them for a while, um, and um, somehow got associated with them as we were going to Ukraine, and so. One of the vans that uh, they were able to purchase for them, we ended up driving. 
Um, that's the van on our first trip that picked us up and we were able to get into Ukraine and leave it there for them to utilize and to, and to use. Um, and so it, it's kind of interesting how, how like God is, when you're willing, God is working on your behalf all the time. And it's not just in like wartime, but it's also in every day in Asheville, when you're chasing and going after God, God is setting things up. He's making connections. He's, he's aligning things that you would never be able to align. And then the right timing that once you cross over that bridge, the bridge is going to be built and God's God, God's already had it built for you. And so he, he wants us to just continue to be, to unified. Like in these moments, like it's amplified because, you know, she needs something. It was called, and Oleg, one, he was one of the drivers that ended up driving one of the vans across Europe to, to get there. And then the other van was like, hey, later they told us that this other van that we were driving um, was, was rejected from Ukraine. <laughs> and so, yeah, we, told, we shared with you guys that they just decided to give it to us. And, uh, and honestly, like the way that we drove into Ukraine was so miraculous. It was like we were invisible the whole time. Like God just like, you know, and since then, because of people's giving, we were able to buy two vans, a cargo van and a passenger van. And it's serving right now. I just got some pictures the other day of just, you know, supplies being being driven over there. So it's interesting because some of the people that we've connected with, uh, some of the drivers, she uh, she knows them and is already working with them. Uh, and so it's like everything's like God's like just connecting all of the things that he's already done that we did not know about. Um, and so. God is just God. God is doing amazing things. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for um, for sharing. I have one more question, and I'm also going to just invite if anybody has a question. We'll have time for two or three max, and then then we'll pray, uh, and then then we'll pray. Um, final question is: How are you seeing God? I mean, you mentioned a lot of it, but is there anything like specific that you're seeing how God is moving in Ukraine, um, and 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 even like more specifically what you're seeing? post-war like your role and the church's role post-war it's a good question right now we're so focused on what is and um what i i think in in a through the bad things god can do good things it's it was so many people they called me like from different states different even countries um, they said um, one one of the pastor he never been in Ukraine and he asked like Lika uh, how is what is the situation in Ukrainian church like is it alive or it's not how it was before the war and I was like mm, why you're like compared to Western church in uh, Western Europe uh, what is the difference I was like um, I think it's more alive it's more like it's like Western uh, church in uh, in Europe. It's a little bit like sleeping, more like sleeping. And a lot of people, they're acknowledging that in from, from Europe. I, I was talking a lot and have many friends. Not like every church. It's just globally, like if to say uh, all the believers. And he said, because I had uh, the word from God that like the first church had been uh, have been Rosena, uh, like spread out, like because of the uh, mm, persecution. The same right now, people 
people who, especially believers, he, they came to different um, cities of uh, Western Europe. It just, it will awake a lot of the churches there. Because that people, they came from the war, they are already awaked. <laughs> Even if they were not. And so they're bringing their awakening prophecies. Uh, we had on Ukraine, about Ukraine, about um, revival. And sometimes we think that revival comes just because of some big crusade is happening and some, a lot of people are saved there. But it's not always like that. First revival of the first church, it was under persecution. And we don't know how it will look like. We hope it will look like more comfortable after the war revival. But people, they really stand like everything is shaking. Even rich people, they're calling me like, do you know the organization that they provide diapers? Because our kids, we don't have our cards blocked, like for some reason. So it's like... It's some something is happening. A lot of people they're losing something, and they understand that only Jesus, He is our foundation, not like just money or something that people were chasing before the war. So a lot of things changing. So I think people hearts of the people would be changed, and um, after the war, uh, just to bring focus on Jesus, not on things uh, that we, not to come back to the old things, but to build the new, new nation, new church that is not around one person or, or not around, like, not um, um, unified around one idea or one uh, teaching, but only one person is Jesus that is worthy and he's alive and for me i i really want to see that and to participate in that revival yeah.